16 minutes after 8 o'clock on your Monday morning, and I am so glad this morning to have Nikki Preby in. She is the new Kanabic County 4-H coordinator. Good morning, Nikki. Good morning, Robin. Thanks for popping in and talking today. So how long have you been in your position now? A, li- a few days over a month now. I was going to say, it's pretty new yet. So, yes, it's um, on on the 9th was my one month, and it felt so weird to say I've been here a month because I feel <laughs> like I've been saying, I'm brand new, I'm, I'm here two days, I'm here one week, I'm here two weeks, but it really goes fast. It does, absolutely, and you're a great fit for this position because you have a wonderful background. 4-H has been a part of your family since you were a clover bud, right? I yes, I I started as a clover bud and went th- graduated through. Um, you can go one year past high school, so you can go to grade thirteen is what they call it. <laughs> so I went from clover bud to grade thirteen in Connecticut County 4-H, and then of course my husband Riley, who you might know. <laughs> I have an idea who he is. Yes, <laughs> um, so he he was pretty involved in the shooting sports as well, and so sure. he was really excited about he, this too. And it's so great. Uh, of course, I'm a huge advocate for 4-H. Always have been. And again, if you haven't caught on, Riley is my son, and Nick, Nikki <laughs> is my daughter-in-law. Just to clarify, but it, when they were kids, they went to different 4-H groups. In fact, Riley went over to Quamba, uh, actually Quamba Crusaders. It was just closer. When we were looking for one, because we lived in Brook Park, it just made sense. And, and he really enjoyed his time there and obviously started out, as we mentioned, from a clover bud on up. But which group were you part of, Nikki? What was the name? We My, uh, my mom restarted the Cantor Club, which was right. a horse project group that, that was a 4-H group in Connecticut County when she was in 4-H in Connecticut County. And then when, um, when me and my sister got old enough to do it, then... Her and a couple of her other friends that were in it together restarted that club. And it's just it's just so great that it can be that easy. I mean, it sounds there's more to it than that, I suppose, ultimately to get everything going. But I know I just chatted with a new group that started up when I was at the Vassalopa the other morning. Of course, I won't remember the name of the The, tr- the Kinevik North Stars. That's it. And they were selling chili because they were raising money to get their group kind of started up. And I talked to the one gal and she said, I think well, there's eight or nine of us and we're hoping to grow the group. And, and I just think that's wonderful. They just can get it going. That That is really fun. And it was a big learning experience for me. I think it was my second day in, I got this charter to do this new club. And so so I had to figure that out really fast. Um, but yeah, it's it, it's pretty easy it's pretty easy to fill out the paperwork you you have to have the plan and you have to kind of have an idea of what this club is supposed to do and, sure. and the opportunities that you want to provide for your kids um, each club needs to have at least two screened adult volunteers meaning that you go through a background check with the U of M because any event that takes place in 4-H needs to have at least two screened volunteers, um, adult volunteers, just to make sure, you know, all the kids are safe in whatever you're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, But then, yeah, once once that charter goes through, you get an official cardstock signed piece of paper by me (laughs) saying you're good to go. And then, um, yeah, if if you want to have funds in that club, if that's what it's for, then then you guys are kind of responsible for fundraising and doing that for the initial kind of funds and, and grow it from there. But it's it's can be however you want that club to look. You know, some clubs have elected officers and they have an officers for a year. Some clubs rotate officers if they want everybody to kind of have a chance to do it. And some clubs, you know, they, they meet every month. Some clubs meet during the summer. So it's 
it's pretty flexible it in is. that way. That was one of the reasons, to be honest, when Riley wanted to uh, get into something, we looked at 4-H because there was a lot of flexibility with it, and it fit kind of what he was looking for. And what I loved about his group in, in particular, and they all do this, but they did have... You know, we have a president, we have a vice president, we have a secretary, and they go through the Roberts rules of how you run. And I mean, to this day, I learn more watching them because I'd never been part of anything like that. Yep, in full parliamentary procedure in, right. during um, business meetings is right. basically what they call it. And yeah, I, it's really important because you don't, kids, youth do not get that opportunity to learn that in school or anywhere else. Like, it's basically in 4-H right now, and it I think is. I think FFA does it as well, and maybe some other groups that I'm not aware of. But when you when you get um, to be an adult and you get onto different committees and different groups like that, they use you Robert's rule and parliamentary procedure. And if you don't know what that is, you're going to be lost. Absolutely. I mean, I I would have been if I didn't have 4-H definitely. Yeah, it was like second nature for you because right. you it's something you grew up with being part of 4-H and that's such a great thing. And I mean, I've gone to church council meetings and I'm like, I boy, I should have paid more attention. <laughs> what did they do in 4-H? <laughs> Riley, what was that again? How does that work? So talk a little bit, Nikki, okay, this position became open, obviously you applied for the job and, and you now have it. What are some of the learning curves? What are you finding out at this point? And what do you, what do you look forward to doing? You know, all those kind of common questions. What I am excited to be doing, and I've gotten to do this a little bit just in the last week, is working more with the youth and the volunteers and the clubs. That's really what I had in my mind when I was when I was doing this. I had all these ideas that I wanted to get <laughs> um, going in 4-H and then come to learn that it's really it's really more through the U of M than it is the county that I wasn't mm -hmm. aware of. It's, it's, it's all through the U of M. And so all of my onboarding and training had to go down there. Um, and there's so much more involved in this than I ever previously imagined that I couldn't even like list out. Sure. This is what I sure. do because when, I mean, for the first month and I'm, I'm still sort of feeling this way, but definitely during that first month, it wasn't, how do I do this? It was, what am I doing? Mm -hmm. what, what am I doing? What am I supposed <laughs> to be doing? I don't know. And then once once you kind of get a list going this week, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. That Then it's, well, then how do I do that? Right. And so, and they kind of said, that's how it's going to be for the first year, because every month is going to be something different that you've never had to do before. Sure. Um, getting a, lo a lot of it's getting ready for the fair, but a lot of it is just keeping the 4-H afloat, basically, um, finances and different lots of paperwork for lots of clubs and lots of members and just a lot more than um, than I had anticipated. But it's it's been really helpful with the training that the U has given. I'm feeling a little bit little bit more confident now. <laughs> well, it is a lot to take on. But I, I am excited now as we get closer to FAIR, being able to get to more club meetings and, and trying to talk to the youth and trying to talk to the volunteers and seeing, you know, what what they really like about 4-H in this county, what they want to see come into this county. Um, it means a lot to a lot of people, let me tell you. And it's not just the youth today and the people that are good enough to step up and say we want to be leaders for these children. But it's also generations back because just like you've talked about, your mom had a club. She was part of that. This goes back a long ways. And I know Connecticut County, um, I was talking to Corey Stanchfield, and I want to say that she said it's one of the oldest 
organizations in the county, and I, I will miss the number, but I wanted to say it's around 130 years is what she commented to me. Am I in the ball? Do you know? I, 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 Corey probably knows more. I was going to say. <laughs> this Corey, I do. Corey has been um, almost like a life for adult volunteer. Absolutely. Then, and that's kind of a wonderful thing about Kennebec County is coming in. And, um, and I was looking at some different adult volunteers about how long some of these have been in the yes. county. And it's been 20, 30, 40 years. For Easily. Some. And there's, there's several in in that ballpark and so there's you know there's there's people that were volunteering when i was at Cloverbud. so exactly of course you're still you're kind of young <laughs> but i get it and and i think you're going to bring that youthful side of things not that previous pred- your predecessors didn't i'm not saying that but i think that's i don't care what the organization is whether you're at a church or whatever it is a township a county board there's something about bringing the youth in and especially if they're willing to learn you know Put up with us oldsters a little bit. <laughs> listen to what we have to say, but bring in what we need today, and that is everything with social media and how we can utilize that and grow the community through this. And I think after there was a little kind of a to-do back not that long ago where they are talking about, hey, we might want to get rid of uh, Canadian County 4-H. It was costing us some money, and there was some issues there, not being political, just saying. And I mean, people stepped up, and they sent information and, and wrote letters The passion is there to keep this going. We are still a rural community here, and people love the area, and they want to support 4-H and continue to grow it. And I I know you heard those things as well, Nikki. Yeah, I I sent a letter in. It was was right after, I think, my final interview before they were starting to let people know who got it. And I was like... I, I didn't write this, but I'm writing it like, please let me have a job later. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to do this. I, I would like to do this. Um, but it it is really cool to see the passion that people have for for this organization. I I hope that that passion s- stays when it's not just in jeopardy. Right, when it's all year. Absolutely, um, because that's what that's what the youth need. It's for mm-hmm. each is it's different from a lot of other organizations because. It's an experiential learning organization. It's not, it's not school where you're graded on things. It's, it's something that you can come because you have an interest in this. You have a passion for this. And there's people, there's caring adults that want to foster that mm-hmm. passion. And you, I mean, I guess you can kind of be graded on it if you want to, to bring it to fair, to have it right. judged, to do that. Yeah. I mean, and that is an important part of the learning process is to see, you know, what you did right, what you can improve on, but, but you don't have to, mm-hmm. you can be in 4-H and not have to do the fair if you want to. But the, the fair is a really important part, I feel, of just the reflection process. Um, when I was on my, um, in my onboarding at the U, they really hit home on this part was it's, it's, um, you know, you, you say you want to grow a garden, right? That's that's what your passion is. So you, you look at some books, you read, you maybe you talk to some master gardeners, hopefully. You, you t- think about it and you, you grow something. And then you reflect on it. That's the biggest part of 4-H is why did I do this? How did this happen because I did what I did? What can I do better next time? Right. And the reflection process is really the fair. Mm-hmm. And you're talking to the judges and you're telling the judges what you did and why you did. And the judges say, well, what if you did this? What if this could happen? And so then the next time you do it, then you take what you learned and what you want to do better next time. And you just keep improving and improving next year. 
And it makes such a difference when you think about children learning that at this age. Like you said, a garden's a great example. They will carry it their entire lives. Look how Cantor Club affected your life all these years. And like Riley loves shooting sports and he still enjoys that. And I think in time he will get more involved again because I have a feeling his wife will say, come on, honey, it's time to help out here. And and of course, uh, my grandchildren as well, I can see them being involved down the road. So, so much to look forward to, Nikki. But right now, do you feel like you're getting your sea legs a little bit? I, I do. I feel I feel a little bit more confident. <laughs> I'm going to say that kind of optimistically. But there, you know, it's it's been good. There's been a lot of help is is what's been so great about it. You know, um, they they don't just put you in this position and say, All right, see ya. Good luck. Now, good luck. <laughs> um, there's been just a lot of checking in and um, and just people along the way saying from the U saying, hey, I'm your supervisor for for operations. I'm your supervisor for volunteerism. I'm your supervisor for the fair. And so uh, when I have questions, I know who I need to go talk to. And um, I also have a mentor in Pine City. Who, that's who I got kind of set up with. Her name is Sarah. She's the extension educator there. And okay. so our affairs are pretty close together, Kanabic and Pine County. And so kind of what Sarah's doing, she's saying, hey, this should be on your radar kind of deal. And so it is, it is really nice to have people just rooting for you sure. wanting you sure. to do good and saying if, if you have any questions if you don't know please ask because we want you to succeed and that's kind of how 4-H is just overall mm-hmm. with everything and so it's really fun to see it expand all the way up to this position and and higher yeah and see what's going to happen in the future well I've already kind of hinted to Nikki that if she would like to come in on a semi-regular basis I think it'd be really beneficial I have a lot of different interviews that I do monthly we'll work something out or when there's uh, activities coming up or you really need to get the word out you can certainly basically use me I'd love to have you back in and share that information it's just that, you know, we have social media, we have so many different ways to get out, but I still think our local radio can do a good job. Oh, I think that'd be awesome. I have I have a list here. Can sure, I please. kind of share some stuff mm-hmm. now that I have to get back into my phone here? Um, <laughs> so every, every Wednesday right now from 3 to 5, so it's the after school club, they meet at the library basement. It's every Wednesday, and they do really fun activities. The last time I was there, Val Prax was in, and she had the kids making... Um, terraniums and there's just lots of fun guests that come in every Wednesday for these kids and it's mostly the early grade school kids you drop the kids off I think it's a dollar a time and a snack is provided and a really cool activity is provided and so all the kids seem to really really enjoy that Um, let's see February 20th so the sharpshooters is a um, the shooting sports project focused club they were kind of dissolving and as i came in i kind of got a couple of the parents i was like please continue this club for a little bit so they got it rechartered um so they weren't active last year they're going to be active this year their first meeting is um a kickoff at wild mountain that's on president's day um they're going to going to be tubing from 12 to 4 and then they're going to have their first meeting and elected officers after that so i know that there was a lot of people at the shooting sports pdc meeting interested in this club so i'm trying to get the word out that it's it's started you guys can can join that club um we have arcana club is doing soup for the soul on the 20th as well um the webster troopers are having a bingo night for um 
for the community, um, those with developmental disabilities, that's in the library basement at 5.30. And then from March 2nd, that's the start of um, some of the shooting sports practices. And if you're interested in that, you can give me a call. It's not too late to sign up for that. Um, uh, we have a three horse bowl teams competing at the regional project bowl competition in Sauk Rapids. That's on March 4th. We are currently selling fruit for our 4-H fundraiser. That's our annual deal. Um, that's a kind of our big fundraiser for the year. So that's happening right now. I think the last day to buy fruit is the 19th. So if you are interested and you don't have a 4-H or that you know in your life, contact me. I will get you um, hooked up with somebody that can sell you some boxes of fruit. But the pickup for that is March 10th. So I just okay. wanted to put that out there for any 4-Hers that didn't get my several emails. <laughs> um, and, and that's kind of it for For the immediate for future. Right now. Yeah, yep. and we'll, we'll share more down the road. So Nikki, best way if folks, is there a listing of these at a site? or And I know you'll have your phone number too. Yep. So it, we have our Facebook page. It's just Kennebec County 4-H. Okay. That's where I post a lot of these things. If you are enrolled in 4-H, I send out emails as well. Um, and it's really easy to get enrolled in that. You can do it all online. It's The address is v, as in victor, 2.4honline.com. And you can just sign up for 4-H through that. You can be an independent member if you want to, and you can receive all of my emails that I send out. Um, you can get in touch with me. My email is oste0270 at umn.edu. Um, and then my cell phone number for my work phone, which is the best way to get in touch with me because I don't have regular office hours. I'm sure. in and out for meetings. It's 320-515-0680. Perfect. Well, Nikki, I so appreciate you coming in. We're going to make more dates. All right. <laughs> we'll keep this going. And you know, I wish you nothing but the best. Thanks for doing this. Thank you. You bet. Nikki Preby, again, the 4-H coordinator for Kanabic County.